AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there. Before we get into the podcast, please consider this message. If you enjoy the fighting cock, then you might be interested in what's inside our Patreon. To find it, go to the Patreon. To find it, go to patreon.com forward slash the fighting cock. And for the cost of a pint in London, you get access to the five statements mate the five statements match reaction podcast, the preview podcast, which is I mean, you know what a preview is. The other podcast, which is the fighting cock the other podcast, which is like the fighting cock, but not about football. Free entry to the fighting cock socials, early access to the big interview series called No Holds Barred and access to the Discord server where you can listen to the shows as they're recorded live and perhaps get involved in them, maybe ask a question or two. And also there is a small matter of the Fighting Cop pin badge. Wow. I mean, can you contain your excitement? All that for £5.50 a month. Join now, support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash the Fighting Cock. Enjoy the show, come you Spurs. It's the Fighting Yeah, but the other day when we were chatting, you were like, "Yeah, lads, oh, it's massive. I've got, got, I've, I've got rid of the uh, the moustache. It served its purpose, but clearly it's still there, Ricky." No, because uh, I was clean, like virtually clean shaven everywhere else, so it was re- very prominent. But what do you mean? It, it what do you mean? Every... Quite long now. What do you, what do you mean? Oh, by that? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a dragon with smoke coming out his yeah. nose. A dragon having an electric fit. <laughs> just the much... smoke pluming out his nose. Like a fucking Halloween ride. Just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Touche, Ricky. Touche. Um, Ricky, uh, what? Just, just when you said you're, you're clean shaven everywhere else, are you talking balls and crack and uh, and, and pubic region as well? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. Do you do that anymore? Yeah, I do. I, I've said before, it's um, it's pretty much a feast or famine down there. It's either like you can't <laughs> see my penis because there is so much hair, <laughs> or either it's like pure skinhead. Yes. Like, yeah. Get it all off. It's, I want. Yeah, I want to look like a five-year-old boy again. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> 
I haven't whipped it all off in fucking years, but it's, you know, it's designer stubble, that kind of like. Is there been times in your life where you've, you've whipped it off four or five times, but have had no sex. So you, no one saw it. It's just for you. Just when you haven't like not one help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, I've done that loads of times. Yeah, well, and, and then you look down at yourself and you go, at least I t-, and then you think to yourself, at least I take care of myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Rick, uh, um, John, you, uh, you, uh, uh, we've talked about this many times, but you are, you're a hairy man, very hairy man, very um, hairy, and um, and how, you know, how, how hairy is it down there? Um, well, down there, I like to keep that, like Rick said, sort of designer stubble sort of vibes because you know, basically, there's certain lines back hair I don't like. I think that's mainly because there's a stigma around back hair which the only th- it's my only it's my kryptonite it's the only thing i give a shit about like if mm. people see you've got a hairy back i'm I get a bit paranoid about that so that usually goes if i'm going somewhere where it's going to be seen but yeah down, downstairs just keep it nice and nice and trim so in my head i'm, I'm imagining I, i'm gonna imagine i imagine your your pubic region right now in my head and i can see it in my head right there's just a very well shaved and patched just above your dick but the rest of it's just hair so it's just well, a no- square of well, well kept <laughs> garden, but the rest of it's just you know you're it's a yeti. Not faded it at all. It's the just thing like, is, yeah. no, he's no, no, no one can fade. So he's just got, he's just gone like. <laughs> psh, 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 psh. The thing is, if I do that, if so I just, just go, like, if I just, if I just go zero right all across, what it looks like is basically like reverse pants. So like my whole body's hairy. Yeah, exactly, and my, exactly. And then it's just skin pants. I love that. Fingers. I love that, mate. I love yeah. the fact that you get to be able to see that because I've never, I, I would never be able to see that. I'm pretty much hairless all over my body. You get to look in the mirror and give yourself reverse pants. That is a gift. <laughs> That's a fucking yeah. gift. It's good because my feet uh, are like socks because there's no hair on my feet. Which, Indeed. So when I stand there naked in the front of the mirror, I'm just looking, going, pants and socks. Do you ever, do you ever shave a Stone Island patch into your arm? Yeah, and then make sure when I like take a photo, I lean that side so that they get the badge in. <laughs> you, you did say something very funny earlier, John, uh, in what WhatsApp group. You said you said that if if Russia ever decide to nuke the the sea around the UK, that thus creating a uh, radioactive tsunami rate uh, a wave, that your reaction to it would put to be put a stone island on and punch the waves back. Punch it back. I'll punch a nuke. I'll do anything. You just go, put the stony on, mate, and just punch nukes. That's fine. That's why this this country's never been invaded in in, in since Stone Islands existed. That's a fact because they know when the geezers get their stonies on, they just punch them bullets away, mate. No problem. And it's also if you think about people like Pep Guardiola and uh, you know like Stone Islands become a fashionable brand. Like it used to be like a hooligan thing, and then that's been adopted by wider culture. And Pep Guardiola still wears it, so we're, they're adopting the good British old-fashioned ways of dealing with wars, which is punch things back. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's 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 talk about Tottenham because um, things uh, are things feeling more positive. It, it, it's amazing what a win does. I feel less po- what Ricky. What? Oh, Does... mate, I didn't know you were recording. What do you think I was doing? What do you thought we were just, just chatting? <laughs> just doing the shit. No, no me... one's done it. I haven't done a mic check or anything. You know, you, you've known me since 2003, Ricky. What? Yeah, what you, you do at least. You, you do make me count to three. Well, you make me count to five, and I get to three, and you go, that's enough. The gold that I was hearing just then is much more important than a mic check. Like, maybe the sound will be fucked for this episode. If it is, I've still got a magnificent conversation about your two pu- pu- pubic region 
Right, that's fine. That's is it fine? Because you, are you, yeah, you, no, it's fine. Ricky, you, you've had, you've got a bit of an attitude today. I can feel it. I can feel there's something wrong with you. You're not happy. What, what's going on? Is it what? Is it Spurs? Is it Spurs? Oh well, it's the it's three threefold. I'll go into it quickly. So, go on. Um, when I, when I started plugging everything in, I was kind of like uh, my voice was coming out of my laptop, which was annoying me straight away, and Good. I couldn't figure it out why. I hadn't plugged the cable into my mic. That's you know that's the start of a ten. Just plug your mic into in. the actual computer. <laughs> yeah, put it in, uh, and now that's kind of sorted itself out. Um, and then also podcast yesterday, you were like, who wants to do it? And I was like, yeah, 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 fuck it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll come buzzing on. for it. That, that was like, yeah, that was like 24 hours ago. And now it's like on your doorstep, there's 10 minutes to go. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, like I could be sitting here watching Sopranos for the upteenth time, like just laying there with a blankie, but I'm not, I'm, I'm on here recording. <laughs> and then, uh, the other one is I just feel... This probably isn't best place for the pod for me to be on the pod, but I'm just a little bit not down. But the the the, the Tottenham Arsenal situation is really uh, okay. Fucking yeah, with, I... my, with my vibes. No, I mean, mate, I, I there isn't any. I, I can't enjoy stuff. I like... know, I know. Would it been Ricky? Too, let me pose this to you. Tense. Would it been better if we'd lost and it had been out of sight this week? Do you week? know what? I, there was there was part of me that felt like. Just losing, get over, done with. I don't want this hope anymore. I don't want to be within this. I mean, obviously, that's that, that's that is a silly thing to say, and I didn't mean it. But no, but there is I part think... of me that just wants to rip the plaster off and be like, just just deal with it right now, rather just than give me the misery now. Just yeah, don't give me the hope. Just give me and the it, misery. And, and this is coming. Man, you're hundred percent right. And this isn't. That's not a mad thing to say. That's not a bad thing to say because we we're Spurs, right? We we know what what's happened in the, in the past. We know when. When it comes on top, when there's there's games that need to be won, we don't do it. We don't do it, and so your reaction to that, it, it's not. It's it isn't easy just to go fuck it. We're Spurs. We're gonna do it. This is fucking. This is ours. This is ours. That whoever is able to like maintain that energy through the def- many defeats we've had in the past, and to this day, I like my hats. You know, hats off to you. So I completely we used understand to be like this. In a, with the pod, we used to be like we were like labelled happy clappers. <laughs> now, like we're all in our forties, and we're just like, yeah, fuck Tottenham, man. <laughs> fuck Tottenham. They're gonna Look, get you one way or another. There's no it does, hope. It is weird. The older you get, the more you think, like what? Like, what, what am I getting back? When, when, when am I getting something back? That's, <laughs> the, that's that's the kind of feeling. John, have you have you have you have you, have you had had any of that over the last week or so? Like thinking about the Arsenal game. In fact, we have to go away to to Liverpool at Anfield and think it's a tall order. Even though we're, you know, we're, we're a couple of points behind, we're in like we're we're, in, we're the only club in, a, in in with a shout of challenging Arsenal at this point, and we're not far behind. Like we're on pretty much even keels. Yeah. Like, have, have you have you allowed yourself to dream, or are you like Ricky and I, who are maybe thinking, oh, I don't want this to happen. <laughs> I've um I just listened to Rick there and like just just like feeling that that exact same thing of this impending doom like just on the horizon. And when I was thinking about it, I was like trying to think like what's like what's the similar sort of feeling that I've had in my life that's like trivial. Have you ever seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Very like obviously a really famous film, right? At the end of the movie, yeah. 
it's a bit of a spoiler alert. He's about 30 years old. So if you haven't seen it by now, that's your own <laughs> Yeah, fault. fuck you. Um, at the end of the movie, Robin Williams is, is trying to like keep his family happy and also like get a job interview. And he's trying to play both parts like really well. And he gets more and more pissed and he gets more and more frantic. Once you've watched that movie already and you know how stressful that situation is and how it plays out, the moment from when that scene starts to the point when just before it ends is fucking excruciating. I love the film. But the thought of that bit happening is just so horrible to me. I can't bear it that I, I just want it to be over in any way, shape or form. I want him to win, but I'm also like, just fucking get caught quick as possible because I can't bear the stress <laughs> of you running around. I'm stressed about thinking about it. You're stressed doing it. Everyone's stressed. This is horrible. And then it happens. And then like, ultimately it all goes like it all works out fine. That's how I feel about this game is the same feeling I get when I watch that bit in Mrs. Doubtfire that something is going to happen. It's going to probably be like, it's going to be very stressful. So I'm trying to just keep it as far away as possible. So on a, on a footballing level, Liverpool, that Liverpool team are amazing. So I'm in my mind, I'm just like, we're probably not getting a lot there. And then yeah, that, weren't, weren't, that, weren't the Man City team amazing when we went to the Etihad? I don't know, for sure. But this, to but, me. but this, but I mean, this the top a, of the league. I mean, this is the point, though, right? He's like, we I just go into, we're going to smash them up. I just go into these games not giving a shit now because I'm just like, actually, if we win, then it's like, well, we're, we're getting ever closer to Mrs. Doubtfire revealing himself. Or we lose, in which case the fucking stress and strain is over, in which case I'm like, oh, well, like we'll go again next year. Yeah, but it's that hurts. It hurts. So, like, to use the, the Mrs. Doubtfire metaphor, you know, to continue to use it, losing to Arsenal will be like the bit where she burns her tits with the, the saucepans. Yeah. Isn't it? And, 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 I'm, and, and I'm, I'm sick of feeling like that. I'm sick of burning my tits watching Spurs. I'm sick of Spurs making me pick up two boiling hot fucking saucepans and putting them on my own tits and burning me. I don't want to do this. Tottenham's making me do it. It's abusive. I'm still going to do it. I'm going to do it because I'm in a con- like controlling situation where... The thing I love most in the world, apart from the wife and kids and all that stuff, but for purposes of this podcast, the thing I love most in the world, they're making me burn my own tits and I'm sick of it. But, but the only person, the only person who isn't stained by this, the only person who doesn't have burnt tits in this entire situation is Conte. Because when Arteta was at Arsenal, I, I might be wrong here, but I feel like that was when we started to, to pull their pants down a little bit. So he might be he might be tinged he might be tinged by it he might be singed by it I should say but but Conte isn't and and is is Conte's attitude going to be the difference this time that Spurs the jeopardy around the football club at the moment with the Liverpool game and and the uh, Arsenal game is huge but he is untainted by that and he leads our football club he's the most important person at Spurs and he's the, he's the, he's the one who essentially controls the vibe at the football club. So if he's that person and he isn't encumbered by Tottenham's failure, many, many failures over the many years that we've followed them and beyond that, then maybe that will rub off and maybe we will do it. I don't know where we do it. Right now, Rick, right now, like every, like regardless of... I'm not asking you to be optimistic. I'm just asking you to, as a Spurs fan, who's followed them, has been a season ticket since, was it 2006, has um, followed Spurs for as long as you have. Your dad took you to the Mitre Cup. That, 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 everything you've learned, what, 
is yeah. your feeling that we can do it or is 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 it that this is we're just this is another part of the character building process of being a Spurs fan uh yeah, character building. <laughs> to be honest, like you know, you said about Man City, and you started to make me believe. Then, like there was a little bit. I was Did like, we not do that this season, Gary? Ricky? I was like, Gary, you made me. You started to make me believe. You cheeky Ricky. little monkey, Ricky. Did we yeah, not do no, that this season? No, we did. Yeah, and we've done yeah. it in previous seasons too. Yeah, we got so, to the Champions so, League when when everything was falling apart. We did that. They were cup finals. We, they were cup finals. We that year did. that Ricky, sorry, that year in the Champions League group stages we were out we had no had no right no right to think about getting out of that group we got out we got out that was Tottenham Hotspur that was a Tottenham Hotspur team that was all the teams that we we lost previously or upset us or made us character build that was Tottenham but this was also Tottenham we beat Man City we beat Ajax we come from the death to beat Ajax that was Tottenham as well why can't this be Tottenham because Historically, <laughs> Liverpool away has been an absolute fucking clusterfuck for yeah, us. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we're fucking it, hundred percent. Man City, there's been a few times where we've we've miraculously turned up. We've got decent results. So there's always something in me that that has. There's always a little bit of belief going up there. Um, but Liverpool, no, there isn't. And the thing is, as well, even if we get a point up there it's not going to be enough if we get a draw it just won't be enough and, and then there's something in me as well what a draw and a beat an arsenal that's four point swing not unless they win that, that no it makes no sense at all um but they're not i mean they've lost games they should win they're exactly yeah, the same as us i watched them I against west ham they weren't that great i know man it's um I don't know. You you put yourself, you put these scenarios through in your in your mind, don't you? That we'll we'll lose to Liverpool, we'll beat Arsenal, and then the rest of the team, and then we'll both win our remaining games, and it will still be, you know, we'll still be we'll still be short. And then there's like, even if we draw against Liverpool, we'll still come up short. But then there's that other thing in my mind that's like. We, if even if we do beat Liverpool, right, we come away from Anfield with three points, we'll get fucking slumped by Norwich, wouldn't we? That's where I'm at at the moment. <laughs> I appreciate it, um, John. Like, where, where, where are you at? Like, if we, if where are you at? Actually, I don't want to caveat what I'm asking. Where, you're, in, I'm asking you the same question as Ricky. What, what, what do you think will happen? I, I think what will happen is basically. I had this. Uh, I think I've said this before on the pod. I have this theory that basically football is like wrestling, but without actual writers and stuff. In this, you know, like people always commentate, like, "Oh, you couldn't write it." And it's like you say that every fucking year. Like, there's yeah. always mad storylines. Players always score against their old club. There's all these like weird like things. I basically think whatever happens. So if we beat Liverpool, then Arsenal will just keep winning, and it'll come. It'll basically go to that the, the game against them. If we lose, they'll lose. Like it'll just work out. So that game. Everything is on that game. In the same way as, to go back to my Mrs. Doubtful, I think, nothing just fucks it up immediately. You've got to, you've got to like pull it out for as long as possible to like endure the pain. And like we are a bit of a, um, we are a bit of a like cursed club. So whatever is the most painful thing for us to endure, that's what we've got to endure. But 
beauty of being Spurs fans is we can endure and we do endure and we yeah. just we just keep fucking going. So whatever happens, I'm just going to stay optimistic until it's either over or until we succeed because what else is there? Can't really can't really do anything about it. Like I just have to just get on with it basically. So and that's where is, I'm at. I'm just yeah, just trying to stay positive about it really. Yeah, and that's the most healthy way to uh, to to do it. But it, you know, if we it, if you think about it in the situation that we're at right now is if you look at what has been what is coming out from the athletic and um and there was another another sort of news news story about Conte looking to build a, or to revolutionize Spurs in the, in the summer transfer um, window and athletic saying that Spurs are ready to spend every penny they have available on new transfers it feels like this this could be a catalyst for 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 Tottenham. This this summer transfer window could be a catalyst. You know, uh, there's a story about Paratici needing a number two for all of the fucking work he's going to be doing. Fucking phone calls all over the place. Um, if that's true, if it is true, even if half of it's true, then we could look to a positive transfer window. And then and and if we can just for a second go back to when Conte took over at Spurs. Where we the idea of us finishing the Champions League is was un, unheard of, unheard of, and we're in a situation now where we are legitimately in the conversation. Not 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 like four points behind. They could do it if they go on a massive run. We are legitimately in that conversation. So we're we're in a situation where we could be going for the top four. If we don't get it, we're still going to have this. Hopefully, this this transfer window that. That, that transforms the club. You've seen the recruitment of from, from Paratici has been unreal. Like I know, and I, I'm gonna, I want to talk to you about the game at the weekend, and we haven't done that yet. But that Kulusevski is, I mean, like you've seen his stats, his assists, and what he's done, and you know he's, he's assisted more than was it, that, no, was it? Goal contributions are almost comparable to Saka. You got you got Son, who's um, you know he's like. Top of the league, if if you in terms of goal scoring, if you take away penalty shouts and stuff. But if you look at what Paratici's done in terms of uh, bringing players in, in Romero, Bentancur, and Kulusevski, I know there are Galini as well and Emerson Royale, and you you can't get everything right. But fr- those three players have been fucking gold. Like what? If we don't finish top four, it won't be the end of the world. If we do finish top four. The success that could come from Tottenham and under Conte will happen next season. That's my prediction. That's how I feel. There wasn't a question, but if you if you have any thoughts on that, then then crack on. Ricky, you look so much like Lucas Moore. It's unreal. I can't. My kids say that. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely. I know. You, you've gone from Dev from EastEnders to Lucas Moore. It's not a bad. <laughs> You're such a prick. Sorry. Sorry, well, it, 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 is what I'm saying mental, or is it? it, it can you? It, I, I get that I'm being super optimistic, but can you see that there might be a plan at Tottenham? That that things might, yeah, yeah, I can. Um, I, I think, like, obviously, the it is super optimistic. I mean, like, the, the ideal scenario is obviously we get top four, and then what we're hearing. From the club, what you mentioned earlier, that um, there's there's words that Cons wants to start, you know, a, 
a revolution at Tottenham starting this this summer with all our transfers and stuff. And that sounds great. Um, but what does that look like if we don't get Champions League? Will he still be here come the summer? Is it enough for him to to still stick around? Is it enough for Kane to stick around that we're not in the Champions League? Other players as well? Um, well, do you believe it is, Rick? Is it enough? If we don't finish top four, do you think both those massive, massive sort of individuals in our club will be gone? I don't think so. Kane can't. I, like, I can't... Because obviously, I just think with my... I don't think with my head, I think with my heart. And I would, like, you weigh up, like, who is going to go for Kane? Like, City have got Haaland, apparently. I can't see him going to Liverpool. Can't see him going Real Madrid. Can't see him going Barca, PSG. All these different types of clubs that you kind of line him up with, I just can't see them paying paying money and him going. And I think he enjoys working with uh, Conte and some of the players that he's he's got, like the the relationship he's got with Son. So I can't see him going, but you you just never know. And then with Conte, you just don't know that he he's saying about this. I don't know. Which we'll we'll humour it that this summer transfer thing is correct. But if he gets there and he's like, well, I want these three players and they cost X amount of money and we're not in the Champions League and we can't afford them. Are we going to pull out all the stops to make sure that we get them? And if we don't, is he going to throw toys out the pram and saying, well, this isn't what, what I wanted and and you know how what what he can be like. There's just a lot of stuff to um, to contend with, really. I obviously want it all to work out and us to get top four, but... I don't know. I'm just feeling a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> it will come. I mean, I'm not. It's not lost on me how you feel. It really isn't. Just um... I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to um, to get myself up for this, but I'm just feel like fucking. I don't know. It's just hurtful. Do you know? And, and as well, that um, T said something on a podcast. A couple of. Um, couple of weeks ago about Spurs might not finish fourth or we'll see where we are by the end of the season or something like that and at that time I was like fucking hell mate like come on like we're, we're the ones with our noses in front here now look at me look at me <laughs> this is it this is the, the yeah. sort of you know the, the ever-changing existential crisis I just that... can't take it I just can't take it anymore you don't you don't deserve to to be going for this, Rick. No, 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 <laughs> I really do. Um, yeah, uh, well, let, let, let's talk about the game against Leicester because um, it, it was a, a good display and, and it'd be a shame not to talk about some of the individual performances. Romero, you know, a lot, lot's been said over the last few days about how good he is, but he is he is Rolls-Royce, isn't he? He's, he's mustard, John. Yeah, he's... Um... The, the thing about him is he's, he's like a Rolls Royce. Do you remember there was like back in the back in the day there was those Vauxhall, I think they're called Fronteras or something. And they had those big fucking bars on the front, yeah. and they they stopped making them because they were like when they hit people they just fucking explode their skull into a million bits. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Rolls Royce with those fucking ball bars on the front because he's 
he can play and he's like beautiful to watch and he's like really good in possession and he's really calm which is the Rolls Royce bit but then when he just flies into tackles and just crushes people it's just it's a, a sort of it's a beautiful mix of like violence and just poetry mm-hmm. and that's why he's just so he's so compelling to watch because you don't often get both things in players you get like nutters who smash people and you like you like them for that or like Dawson kind of big tackles big headers kind of put your body on the line but not much talent and then you get players who are you know, really talented but don't want to get stuck in he's that perfect hybrid which I don't think we've really seen we've had some very very good defenders but we haven't seen one like him that's able to do both and it is fucking great how, to watch how highly do you rate him compared to some of our better defenders over the last decade or even beyond so I think I, I said in our chat that I, I find it hard to like judge players either way when they've only played like a handful of games, like, I think twenty games, like twenty-five games. games I think, yeah. So it's like if you just base it, if you base at, like a twenty-game period of any player in the world, probably you can make them be shit or the best player that's ever lived, probably. But there are like Deli Ali's like first twenty games for Spurs, you'd be like fucking hell, unbelievable, one of the best players we've ever had. It's like, but the last twenty was Rubbish. terrible. So. You have to judge it over their entire career and go on balance. He was really good, but wasn't like wasn't world level, right? And so this is the same thing with Romero. It's like he's been really good for us, like really, really good. And I think he could go on and be one of the best ever. Like he's definitely got the potential based on those limited games we've seen to have that. But until he plays like hundred games, I'm not going to put him above the likes of Jan Vertonghen. Toby, Ledley, I'm just not going to do that because they've earned the right to have that reputation based over hundreds of games, not after but is 20. his ceiling as high? He's definitely, yeah. definitely as high. He's definitely as high. Whether it's higher is like yet to be seen. We haven't seen him. Like when Jan and Toby had like poor games, it would be like one game and then they would be back to it and they would be really good again. And even in the poor games, I can't remember like either of them having like howlers. Like, I can't remember them having a proper stinker. And we could see that from him. Like, I'm not saying we have, but we could, right? If he has five games in the trot where he's absolutely dog shit, people will not be going, he's better than Edley King after 20 games. So I just, I'm just, i always just a bit patient. And I think it's the same with players when they come in. Like, Entercore, right? He's been really, I think he's been a bit mixed. Like, I think he's been pretty good, looks really talented. I'm not going to write him off or say he's the answer to all our problems because he's only played a handful of games. So Fair I think enough. we have to be a bit careful with players because it's easy to write them off. We've done it with so many other players where we were like, they look shit, they're shit. And it's like, well, they've played, they played one game. Like, Ricky, the, um, Kulisevsky um, came on off the bench and uh, he he was dominant when he came on. Um, they started with Lucas Moura uh, and, and I, I can understand it. I, I didn't necessarily expect it, but it was fine. Um, and Lucas Moura didn't play incredibly well, but when Kulisevsky came on, he he really did change stuff. He, he's is is he special? Like like T was saying um, in the Discord group that 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 um, Kulisevsky could be our best signing in seven years, uh, and I'm thinking that the other one might have been is it go as far back as Van der Vaart? No, it's probably who who is he? Uh, Son. Son Son of course Son. Um, what 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 do you make of his performance, Ricky. How, how excited are you about him? Well, he I felt like he totally changed the game, really. Um, like it was, I, I think he had like the last the last few games. 
I, I don't think we'd, we, we'd uh, uh, as an attacking unit, we'd not registered a shot on target. Um, and he did look a bit. All right, we're losing Ricky there. Um... Tired and he didn't drop him. And then, like, Mora came in. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he ain't fucking, he ain't fucking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so we, um, yeah, yeah. So, what, what, what? Sorry, John. What, what, what do you, uh, what do you make of uh, Kulisevsky's introduction and and just how good can he be? Yeah, I think, um, I think what Rick was sort of saying there is like when when he came in, I think he basically had a bit of a, a bit of a poor game. Uh, what kind of hasn't been on like top form last couple of games, and this goes to like my previous point around like. Players are going to have like dips. Is how they like return from that, and this was like a proper return back to I think what we see is like the the player that we've got there, which is just like creative spark. But it's just the thing that I like about him the most, mate. If I'm honest, is his intelligence. Like he's just he seems so mature. I can't believe that he's like the same age as like a Foden and those guys. Like, he seems much more mature in terms of like his pass selection and like when he's in when he's in uh, positions where he's got to be composed his composure is just like incredible and there were like there were moments of like skill there were moments of like power and pace and all that stuff but yeah the thing that like stands in for me anyway head and shoulders above a lot of players we've had previously and like lucas is a really like stark contrast because lucas is basically (laughs) no brain just head down dribbling past people can't ever it doesn't release at the right time like can't see like passes and Kulisewski, it, may, it really does like show the contrast between those two players, and and he made such a big difference. I think when he entered the fray, he was he was quality. Um, we haven't talked about Son, and it's it's a mad thing that that, that we haven't talked about Son because um, that that goal we scored was unreal, and it, it's got to a stage like Son. We're, we're almost getting into a situation where he's like Harry Kane, where he he will do wonderful things, and it won't be. It's almost like no one will talk about it. Like he's yeah. that that goal he scored on, on his weaker foot, he curled it round and it was unreal. And you're like, yeah, that's what he does. It's that, that that's that's what he does. That's what we expect of him. It's like, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know? Do you know what I mean, Bo? Do you know what I'm getting at? Mate, I think you said. It, I think you said a couple of seasons ago. Like he might be one of the most underrated players in the world. Yeah, and to like, this day. Uh, to this day. And um, to this day. To this day. I think that's I think that's exactly what it is. He doesn't get talked about. Like no one's talking about him in the same way as they talk about other players like in Europe who don't score half as many goals and like don't have this bigger impact on their teams as as Son's having with us. This season he's been fucking lethal. And like, I don't to be honest, I think most people when you when they talk about something like they always caveat it by going, and he's not even playing that well. And it's like yeah. He's become that player now where he doesn't have to be like "Quote unquote" in form to just be fucking dangerous and like lethal, and he really is. Like I thought, is um obviously the second goal was the sort of headline grabber, but the first one is absolutely brilliant. Like to yeah. receive that ball on the pirouette turn and then hit it like first time on your weak foot, just let it roll across him, didn't he? <sighs> Mate, it's just and, again. And, like, it's and when just... he did it, John, he, he, I had no doubt, no doubt yeah. that that was going in the bottom right hand corner. Like and you, everyone, like when you, you, you're in advantage because you're watching it from a certain perspective. If you're on telly or in your stand and you can see where the ball needs to go, he knew. He knew. And 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 probably they knew as well. Leicester City defenders knew. And he just did it. He did exactly what he needed to do. It was wonderful. Yeah, it's so good. And again, like it was that it's just that little bit of movement uh in those areas that gets in those positions. But he's just like again, 
he's just so lethal on both feet. Like, he scored two goals with his weaker foot. One was like an in the area, like that was more about his movement. So you could say, okay, fair enough, like he's in the six-yard box. The other one, players don't score those sort of goals on their stronger foot, let alone on their weaker foot. Like he's he really is like he is ridiculous. Like he is properly, properly top level. And I just think it's um it's kind of a shame really that with everything that happened with Kane in the summer and all of the kind of fanfare around is he gonna stay, is he not gonna stay? Yeah. The fact that Sun extended his contract and the fact that he has been like we don't hear much rumours about other clubs coming in for him. I, I don't I still don't really think he gets the love and respect that he actually should because and I don't know whether, the, and we've spoken about it before, I don't know whether it's because where he's from in the world, like footballers don't have the same cachet. He he is one of the best players we've ever had and should be discussed in those terms. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got to do this thing on um, on Saturday with uh, a reputable TV station. Right? I don't want to say much more than that because I don't want to boost myself up. I sound like a dickhead. <clears throat> but... Um, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got, to, I've got to do a sort of all-time Tottenham eleven, and their idea is that in the Premier League, what you know, if you have an Arsenal all-time eleven and a Tottenham all-time eleven, how many Spurs players would get in that Arsenal team? Which is difficult to to argue, like you know, if you remove the rivalry. But Son doesn't. I don't think even Arsenal fans will recognise how good Son is. Um, and I just want, like you, you just mentioned something about him signing a contract. Like he is as good as he is, and he signed a contract, and it almost went under the radar a little bit. Like a player as good as Son, sign, him signing a new contract is huge. But it wasn't like a surprise to us that he did it, and it was without commotion. And and there was the backdrop of Harry Kane and doing everything he wanted to do. When Harry Kane, our talisman at, at Tottenham, who has been Mister Tottenham for ten years. For you know whether you agree with him or not, had a, a, a reason to move on. The other guy, the other guy who's consistently performed and consistently turned up, regardless of the situation. And in fact, even when Kane isn't around, stood up and said, "Yeah, I'm the guy." He signs a new contract without commotion, and and, and it probably will be the last big big contract of his career because he's pushing thirty now. And he signs without even a moment's pause. It felt like. It was just like, yep. yeah, all right, I've done this. <clears throat> and I remember some some narratives, and, and you often hear this about from from a football club. They'll get the players to say stuff that will placate the fans. But he said at the time about he, Spurs were the team that were most eager to sign him from Germany and bring him to the Premier League. And there was almost like an element of like, we were, well, I'm I'm going to repay you because I'm at the fucking top of my game right now, and I could easily say to Real Madrid, Liverpool, Man City, any team, any team would want... Like, imagine what Son would do in Liverpool's side. Yeah. Fucking kill it. And he chose to stay. He chose to stay with us, even though we're not going to be able to li- deliver him league titles. Probably not. We're certainly not going to be able to deliver, deliver Champions League titles. He could have had a better options at Real Madrid, PSG, Liverpool, Chelsea, whatever it might be, but he didn't. He stayed, and he... And, 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 like he should and always be be um, sort of thought of as as one of our greatest ever players. Yeah, at Tottenham, one hundred percent. Like ever, I'm talking about ever. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And when you mate, when you have this, um, when you have this discussion about like the best 11s between the two teams, and they're going to talk to you about uh, the difference between like the the clubs and who should be in the side. There's going to be there's going to be a comparison between 
Henri and Kane, right? And obviously you'll have all your arguments prepared to fight against Henri and Kane. Gooners, we'll talk about Burkamp. Now, I just had a look at the numbers between those two players, right? Burkamp for Arsenal played 315 games and scored 87 goals, right? Jungmin Son, nearly 100 games less, so 228 games, has scored 89 goals. He's scored more goals in 100 less games, pretty much. Yeah. That is... And Burkamp is spoken about in football terms as like one of the best players to ever play in the Premier League. Undisputed. No one would ever question if you said that. Son scored more goals in less games. He's, he's better than Burkamp. You ha- yeah. they have to, you have, people have to realise that. Well, that's the level that this player is, is at. He's at our club and he's chosen to stay and he wants to be there. Like, he doesn't get the adoration he should get, I think. Why not? Uh, 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 why do you think he doesn't get it? And why, and why, because, we why won, think, because we haven't won trophies. Why hasn't, that's why. Why hasn't... Um, any of the big clubs come in for him? It's because we... It, it, well, I don't know that, because they should. They should. Maybe Spurs... You know, do, do you know what he's like? It's quite difficult to sign a striker and if, or, or a, a, a world-class footballer. And if there is absolutely no motivation from the player to move, then I think many clubs, no matter how big they are, they just see it as a non-starter because Real Madrid, Manchester City, even Man United... PSG, they've got their picker players. Like Sonny's great, but there are other players oh, who are also great that, that that may be looking for a move. My gut feeling, which is based on nothing at all, Rick, is just that he's happy. He's happy being here. And that, that solves a problem for for Daniel Levy because he doesn't have to worry. No one's in his ear, but he's dad. They get into bed together. They share a bed what together. Do think, what do you think his dad says to him in his ear? Do better. <laughs> <laughs> Sonny, you've done well, but you've got to do better. I feel a bit sorry for him, Son, in that respect. It doesn't feel like he has a... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say too... I don't want to, I don't want to cast aspersions on his... Um... No, I, I think you should. Go down that path. No, yeah. Ricky, I, I, you've done this to me before and you goaded me into it and I feel like you're going to laugh and then there's other people that are like people that listen to the pod are going to dig me up no I feel no, like honestly. I just feel like he just like why hasn't he ever had a a missus or, or, or a fella don't know about your social life at all do you get pissed That's up on true. a park bench once or twice leave a little I wonder, do, you, do you reckon he's ever been like steaming like proper steaming <laughs> no and they, 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 I saw this video that when he came over where Spurs are playing I think it was BT and they do you know they do the the interviews on the pitch and uh, it was Gabby Roslin and then two other players. And he came over and he was like, he gave a great interview and he hugged them, uh, hugged them all. And, and Gabby Roslin said, I love him. I love him so much. My daughter, Chloe, when she was at primary school, they, they, what, one of the tasks they asked him to do at primary school was to ask or write a letter to any famous person that, uh, that, they, that they know or are aware of in the world and, not, and invite them to their school. And she chose him in Son. She does like she barely watches football, but she showed, he's had an impact on her so much so that she wrote a letter. You know, it's uh, it's amazing. He, he's a special guy. He's a special guy. You have got to worry about to... it because what what controversies are coming? Like what's he done? Because no one, no human being is that nice. He's done some. He must have done something. Some. Like, let's hope he doesn't get caught ever. Let's hope he, regardless of what he's done. Let's hope he never gets caught. Yeah. That's for sure. Until after he court, just, just back him anyway. Back yeah. him. Yeah, Suarez. Back him. Suarez levels. 
Yeah, back yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just wear t-shirts of whatever he's mm. done. Yeah, he's not a nonce. He's not a nonce. <laughs> it turns out he, he helped to traffic Maddie, and then we all got t-shirts like, "Oh, he's just an innocent bystander." It's fine. But he, mate, he he did help traffic Maddie, but his yeah. XG is unreal. Yeah, exactly. He's got more goals than Burkamp. Yeah, he's, he is magic. He can do it with kids, and he can do it with goals. Yeah, that's is this right? Is this okay? I'm not he sure was breaking. He was breaking with his left foot because he's just great on both feet. It's fine. Good. Good. Um, I am. Um, while we're talking about son, I just want to say that his goal against Leicester. Yeah, my um, computer fucked up, and I missed your cracking conversation. No, but, but I want to hear what you think. But um, when I was sitting there, it was at my side, and where the ball was curling into was exactly on my side of the south stand, and I'm row fourteen. So the trajectory of the ball, as soon as he hit it, like I'm watching it, it's like coming towards my face. And the the sound of the ball hitting the net yeah. was just like so close to my face. It was like it literally, I never thought I would jizz from the sound of a ball hitting a net. Yeah. And it was just, it just made me like, I don't know, it's just something that just made me go, oh, like, yeah. it was so good. It's beautiful. So unexpected, but so good. It felt so nice. Yeah, no, no. Weird, <laughs> weird sensations. Loads of, loads of different sensations going on. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful, Rick. Uh, it, the, 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 a lot of people listening to this has probably never set foot in in in, uh, in White Hart Lane. But the stat sound that you you just described, uh, where the lever of the ball ripples against the plastic of the net, and it's unique. And if you're close yeah. enough to it, even even if you're sort of a hundred feet away, you can hear it. Like being in the stadium and hearing that sound. In a big game where you just hear, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. And the best thing. Sorry, I just cut you off then. Sorry, mate. But um, the for the game against Leicester, you you could feel it was tense, and as the game wore on, it was kind of like when we started. I think. Kane had some pretty poor touches and yeah, he, he lost the ball quite a few times and I was like, man, like, he's playing like he's got concrete in his boots again. Like, fuck, come on, lad, come on. Um, and then uh, Leicester were on the attack and they hit the post and I was just like, don't Great do save this, from Tottenham, Hugo, please. by the way. Absolute world-class yeah, well, Oh, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Um, and I was just like, oh, just don't, like, just don't do this. And then, and then we scored, Kane, and everyone was like really cheering and then like the second goal... And third goals, you it was that guttural release. Of, it, was, it was proper we've limsy. Won, we've, we, we've won that game. Weren't we it? No, we're getting those three points. And you could sense it. And it, obviously, you know, Arsenal were playing West Ham later on. But we had to do what we had to do. And when we had got those points, the noise was fucking great, man. I yeah, absolutely no, love but... that shit. So the, it went, it went mental. Even even in in uh, in Paxton, where, where when the where goal was scored, like people, it was it it was a little bit limsy. It was, and and I think everybody understands the the sort of gravity of the situation, how important it was to to win that game and put pressure on Arsenal. And, and, and you know, like we said, we'll, what will be, what will be. Anyway, let's uh, let's leave some questions, boys, before we round up. Um, Callum, uh, you'll enjoy this. John, I'll, I'll, I'll get your take on this. Next season, we win the league with 38, 38 7 0 wins. 
The following season, we are relegated to League Two because of mass doping. Do we accept this scenario, or do we just live in the now? Do we do we get to keep the title? Like, it doesn't get like asterisked or like it removed. It gets taken away from us. We wouldn't take no. it. Would you? No. no, I'd rather, I'd rather it, finish sixth than that. If it was, if it was the but, um, but in the middle of it, in the middle of it, how good would that be? Like, to it would be live good. in the middle of that. It would, be and good. that's real. That's real at that moment, John. That is true. Maybe uh, take uh, look, it. Take. I'm saying take it. <laughs> I'm coming around to taking it. To be honest. If it was like we won and then we like I don't know we go bankrupt and we go down, that I would take. And the reason why is because I feel like once once we've won, we're like right, that's there forever. Now it would actually be quite fun to try and go back through the leagues. I think that would actually be like so, some of my mates are so, Luton Town fans, and they've like quite enjoyed this journey of like getting back from fucking. Well, they nowhere. got done seven 0 the other day, didn't they? They got, they got smashed to bits, but yeah, um, good. Uh, you know they're on the they're on the ascent. Like imagine imagine going to like away days with Spurs and like watching like <laughs> in our massive stadium watching Crawley at home in the league. <laughs> John, I don't I don't know if a, if a league title win would 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 be okay. If I don't know if if we we were getting done seven nil by Fulham, like that is that's that's that'll be hard to take seven nil by Fulham. Yeah, but I, I get I get I get your I get your I get your um what you're saying because but you win the league you get relegated everybody's expectations drop to a sensible level again and then you just enjoy the slow rise to success i feel like that would be like like what rangers had where where they were kind of became that zombie football club become nothing and then reinvented and went from uh league three or whatever it was or, or the bottom tier of the professional table in in scotland and rose through the leagues to stop Celtic beating Rangers' record. That is a story that you will... Ne- that, if you wrote that down and made a film about it, people are saying that's unbelievable. What Rangers did then, and I know there's sort of political ideals and people can't appreciate what Rangers are and what they did, but what they did is should go down in the annals of football history. That's unreal. It really is. is. Like, I'm thinking about it. Like a team as big as big as Rangers, for them to kind of like dissolve as a club and then rebirth in Division Three and then fight their way back up to stop like, Celtic beating their record. Yeah, <laughs> on, on the last season they could possibly do it. Uh, the, there's, there's, um, there's no greater story told. I don't think. Like we in were ch- we were in the um, chatting in the WhatsApp group earlier and saying about Chelsea if they're not bought by the end of the season or, or whoever when it is that the club would dissolve and they would have to do something similar. The, the, you know there is some chatter. Well, they wouldn't that, be allowed to play next season. That's the idea. I'd love that um, part of it. Yeah. Th- yeah. Same. There, but there is this part of me that look, that's always like oh it's Chelsea. Of of course, of course something will happen. Of course there'll be. They'll Fine. be bought, or or mm. the you know the Premier League will bend the rules, or this, that, and the other to protect their brand. Oh, they'd ne- they'd never let that happen. But if it happened to Rangers, if it happened to Rangers, yeah, it can happen to you. Yeah, you know? and 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 the thing is, Rick is, I don't know if you saw the story today, but Abramovich apparently wants his money back. And now I, I I, I, I'm well. I, I'm anxious to make fun of Chelsea, given the political quagmire that surrounds the fact that Abramovich might want his money back but he want, but he put 1.6 billion pounds into Chelsea now if he decides that he wants his money back that makes the trans that, that makes the acquisition of Chelsea 
almost impossible, right? So firstly, you've got um, the geezer, I can't remember his name, Blowy, Blowy or something, who, who's coming in. He he would have to repay £1.6 billion out of whatever pool of money he's, he, or the syndicate or company that he's involved in have, have got. That's a huge amount of money. That's like massive, massive amount of money. And then on top of that, you've got the British government who are negotiating this deal who are, who are accepting the fact that whoever brings in has to pay an oligarch who is affiliated with Putin £1.6 billion. He's going to profit from that deal. I don't know how, if, if Abramovich doesn't just walk away and go, whatever, and I can't imagine him doing that because that's madness. I don't know what they can do. I don't know what they can do. And it's glorious. It is. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure they'll w- wiggle their way out of it. Yeah. Um, uh, Dr. Lucian Sanchez, he says, rate our front three on how good you'd imagine they'd be at kissing. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Awful, I'm going to say. There's not, there's not, a, good, there's no, not a good kisser in there. I'm sorry, on. there's not. All right, we're, 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 we're taking Kane out of the, out of the, the equation. I think, I, I think um, Kulosevsky's 21, so he does the equation. Yeah. Because you're a married man. You've got morals now, Flo. Ricky, you know what you're doing again. You know what you're doing. What? Why do you think why do you think I'm taking Kane out of the the equation? I don't know. No, 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 you do know. You do know. You're lying. You know. Why would I suggest that? Why do you think I would suggest that? And I'll tell you if I was thinking that. It's on you now, boy. No, I don't know why I don't know why you would want to take him He's out. He's got a massive tongue, Ricky! Right, okay. I uh, right, I see, I see, I see. That, you saw. that might be, that might you, be good. You don't though. see. Good. You don't see. You saw. You saw. You knew what you was doing. Pig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> son would be all right. Nah, he's never. He's nah, never kissed anyone. I, never nah, kissed. He Only his dad. He's never he's kissed. kissed his dad. He's, he's, dad. He's, he's never kissed. Not even the back of his own hand. All right, well, what, so the question is: is uh, rate rate them? Rate them then. If, if you don't rate any of them, Kulisevsky's twenty-one. He's never kissed. He probably how many birds has he kissed? Can't be that many. He's no, concentrating he's, on his football. Exactly. He's been dedicated. He's a hard-working lad. He's been dedicated to the cause. And Kane and Son, they're all, they're too all right, dedicated. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Let's extend this. How many women do you think our front three has kissed in their entire lives? We know that Kane has kissed his wife. He's, yeah. a, he's got three kids, all right? So that's, and he's been with her for fucking time. So. so that's one. That's one. Son sleeps with his dad, so that's zero. Kulisevsky's... Yeah, Ginger and twenty-one, and really yeah. good at football. How yeah. many, he, he, what, what opportunities has he got? Also, like the Swedes are notoriously a good-looking race of people. He's the ugliest, one of the ugliest Swedes I've ever seen, and he's it's living in a country full of fucking gods. So he's like growing up. It's not like he'd be standing out. He's not even that up. tall. He's like what's he got? Five, five, nine. Yeah, the Swedes are massive. They're massive, like mate. That. My dad That's why he got so good at football. You just thought, I've got to do something. Yeah. I've got to do something because yeah. I am struggling here. 14 years old, he's looking in the mirror. Kulisovsky's looking in the mirror going, I'm struggling here. I'm struggling. I've got to do something. And he just became one of the best footballers, young footballers in world football. Yeah. But he's never kissed a bird. <laughs> My old man shouted, uh, come on, Kevinson. Kevinson. <laughs> Kevinson. <laughs> I was like, that is fucking wild, Great. Dad. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know his name. And I was like, it's Kulisevsky for fuck's Kevinson. So Kevinson. My, that's better than my dad, Ricky, who just makes a noise 
and then put ski <laughs> ski on the end. <laughs> on it, unreal. Like I look at him sometimes and like, how have we like? Oh, I, I'm exactly the same. Do exactly you? the same. I love it though. I do love it. To be fair, Flav, you're slagging him off, and you called Gabby Logan Gabby Rosalind earlier. She hasn't been Gabby Rosalind for twenty years. So the same person, so. though, right? Not anymore. She's get legally Gabby Logan. So why well, you she hasn't transitioned. Her? She's the same person. She's just had. She got married. All right. So I'll just call everyone by their maiden names for some reason. So hang on. Hang on a second. Hang, yeah, on, hang on. So is um, are you saying to be Gabby Logan and Gabby Roslin the same pe- person? Yeah, her name's Gabby. Logan. Are they? Mate, yeah, I, was, I was forty years old oh, and I learned yeah. that. So, uh, she's married to that rugby player, something Logan. No one calls her Gabby. When you said it, I was like, no one's going to no one's going to question. Of all name. the political shit you've said, the problematic <laughs> political shit you've said over the years, that's the line. Yeah, but at least getting at least Gabby not... Roslin's fucking surname wrong. Yeah, but if I'm talking about I don't know, fucking Pretty Patel, I'm not calling her by her maiden name. I just call her what her name is now. What? There's no point in going I'm back not, to old names. I'm so I'm not trying to go back. I'm not making a point by getting a name wrong. I'm just got it wrong. I know, but you're saying, oh, I, don't, I can't believe me and my dad are related. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Because yeah. he probably calls her Gabby Rosalind as well. He doesn't even know. He wouldn't, he wouldn't accept her. He wouldn't no. accept her as a pundit. He no. just wouldn't. <laughs> it's a man's game. That's my dad. Where's, That's my dad's dad. It's a man's game. Where's Bill Beaumont? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I think, I think we should be managed by... I can't remember that. Who's a racist geezer who's sort of... Brexit doesn't matter. Brexit. Marosh? Farage, yeah. I think my, if my dad had a choice, he'd, he'd uh, sack Connie off and get Farage in charge. Yeah, get Farage. Um, he gets he's actually not, he's not that bad. He's getting better. He's getting better. I'm trying to educate him. He's getting better. Uh, okay, what else we got? Uh, let's do one more to end this. If Son on, is on a hat-trick to overtake Salah next weekend, who should take the penalty if we were given one? Sir Harold Kane. It's the easiest question I've ever seen in my life. That guy just does not miss penalties. Yeah, he gives a fuck about the yeah, fucking fuck. top goal scorer. It's for Kane. Yeah. He bury it. Kane, you should fucking it. bury I, it. Yeah, good, yeah, that is a good point. Kane, you remember, Son, it. Son ever taking a penalty? I would like to give it to Sonny, though. Yeah, but fuck, there was no room for sentiment in success, Ricky. No, I know. This that. is why Spurs foul, is because that mm. your mentality. Rick, that Rick, is... just imagine it, right? Imagine it's like 2 2, 95th minute. And we've got yeah, you're not going to give it Son, are you? <laughs> and, <laughs> and Kane's there just about to take it, and Son goes, Oh, can I have it? And Kane's like, Yeah, go on then. Imagine how that's Mrs. Doubtfire. That's the bit in the toilet where he comes out with fucking tits hanging out and half his makeup on. You'd be yeah. going, This is madness. What are you doing? Just give it back to Kane. And then he does give it back to Kane after they argue, and then Kane hits the post, like that Lamella thing. Remember that? When Lamella was arguing about taking a penalty. It went on yeah. for ages. He eventually takes it, but obviously they're fucking in each other's heads and he misses it anyway. Just no, I don't remember that. What was that? No. Lamella took the ball off someone. Someone was going to take the penalty. Not Kane. Surely Kane not wasn't Kane. wasn't playing. So maybe it was someone. Uh... Or someone. Or someone else. Uh, and we need that to does, that, to that remember ring, the game. It does ring a bell. And he basically, yeah, he basically got the ball off someone and hit, and hit the post or put it wide. And then everyone was like, what are you doing? Don't do that. A, a player as good as Son, technically, should be able to very penalties 100 percent. but a player as good as harry kane should be able to not hit three thousand fucking free kicks into rosette but he does it that, so. we've never talked about this but that is mad isn't it it's mad like <laughs> it's mad it's, it's mad that he hasn't been able to score since aston villa like in 2014 that's mad 
hasn't even been close. I, I don't think he's ever hit the target once. <laughs> no. So who? So at some point, someone in the football club needs to go. Harry, I know you're really good. Like, I know we relied on you. You've dug us out of some fucking holes, and you are mustard. Can you stop fucking insisting that you're? And I reckon. Do you know what else is a real bugger about this, Rick? I reckon he's fucking railing them in 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 in, 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 in training. He's just rattling them off the bar, off the post, top corner. Gets into a game surely, situation. Surely Conte would say say something to him. Uh, as well, like, uh, is it is worth it? Is anyone it? quite quite surprised that uh, we scored from a corner as well on Saturday, uh, Sunday? That was beautiful. Another another Son Kane uh, yeah. combination. Um, yeah, yeah. Always surprised. Always. It's nice. I'd like to see yes. more of that. <laughs> it's nice. Good. It's nice. That, that would be good. Uh, okay, that'll do. That'll do, pigs. Um, that, this has been the Fine Cop Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash the Fighting Cock, where we do the preview show. We do five statements and we do other stuff as well. It's all good. Listen to all of it because you need stuff to listen to. Because if you don't listen to it, then you have to fill your head with the horrible existence of living. <laughs> 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 only, only seven pounds so five pound fifty will save you from from, from, from the being perpetual punched. misery of life <laughs> uh, ricky john i love you both love you mate bye love you. up the spurs up the spurs um it's the fighting it's the fighting Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm. In the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, Getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.